Hey, this is Oka Nikolov and you're watching to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. And welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt. The best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, best club in the world for that matter. But we're a little bit biased. <laughs> I'm your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. You can also find us in the social media landscape, Facebook, Twitter, and email as well. So email address of Frankfurt at yahoo.com. Facebook.com slash H-E-F-Pod and on Twitter at, at H-E-F-Pod. To join me again after a little sabbatical, a little travel, a little bit of fun, uh, all-out <laughs> vacation, Nathan in St. Louis. How are you doing, yeah. bud? I'm well, especially after this week, and uh, we're through the gauntlet, so I'm, I'm enjoying myself. Gauntlet one, yeah. taken care of, and probably the most... Uh, worrisome that uh, we had in the schedule for the Eintracht, if I can be so bold as to say that, Eintracht Frankfurt basically from uh, the September international break uh, was playing two matches, you know, a week. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, last year all we had was a couple of English Shavakas and the Pokal matches and that was it. So, you know. Yeah. What is that? Uh, 40 matches in total on the entire season. And Eintracht had, uh, depends on if you count the Super Cup or not, you had also the Pokal match. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's two additional matches. Guess what? Pokal didn't go our way. Uh, but we were guaranteed six group stage matches of the Europa League. And we'll hint a li- we'll talk a little bit about that in addition to the fact that Eintracht just on international duty. Hopefully everyone's uh, had some good rest from it for the guys who didn't travel. But yeah, let's yeah. get right to the Europa League. Since uh, during our live show, I'd like to thank Jason Rose uh, for joining us for the live show that we did at KC Bureau Company, home of the, uh, the Bundesliga in Kansas City for their Oktoberfest celebrations there. Uh, talked about Eintracht over Lazio, but... I wanted to get your thoughts, Nathan, on the spectacle. I mean, needless <laughs> to say, TIFO-wise, I mean, you couldn't have asked for something any better than no, that. The no. internet was exploding. Yeah. Uh, hard, people who follow a lot of the hardcore fan, like uh, Ultras, you know, like Ultras TIFO, and just other kind of YouTube pages and such like that, you just saw countless examples of... The Eintracht fans doing an absolutely great display, and the stadium was rocking. And you know, at the end of the day, Lazio brought some fans, and the Commerzbank yeah. Arena was sold out. Sold out crowd. Sold the extra tickets. And who would figure that Eintracht, after two matches played, we would have faced the two hardest teams, home and away, away to Marseille, and at home to Lazio, and we will be. Six points up as Eintracht Hell, won yeah. four to one. Danny yeah. DaCosta, uh, he's awesome right now, isn't he? <laughs> he's he's playing high. You know, I mean, he's always looked like he just continues to improve on that right side, and uh, continue to to 
to, you know, be a playmaker, but it's, it's good to see him get those. Yeah. It, I think the first one was a, a cross, right. Or a, maybe a, just a, yeah. So that was a corner kick. Yeah. So corner yeah, kick, corner. Just, you know, put in Nunny and headed in, you know, just, yeah. uh, I appreciate the defense that the Lazio played, which was none. <laughs> yeah, no, no, they were going full. They were going full bore the other way. I mean, it, look, they had a they had a kind of a rough week uh, with their um, their derby match against uh, Roma, right? I believe. Yeah, uh, not, right before that, not exactly too good. So they're they've got two losses on the season headed into mm. the match with us coming off. Look, uh, I once this is quite back in the day when uh, Fox Soccer as a channel still existed. They had this program called uh, Football Rivalries. Now I'd already kind of found that I kind of geared towards Lazio mostly because uh, you know the fan the the enthusiasm that the fans had for their team. In addition to the fact that I wanted to not choose a team from the north of Italy, who <laughs> are the glamour teams of Italy. Had to choose between one of two Rome clubs because I couldn't really uh, gear myself towards Naples, and I would just refuse to get myself uh, to give myself a Sicilian team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bullet dodge there, so I had to choose between <laughs> one or the other. And so uh, I already followed the Eintracht, and being an American, I thought, and eh, I'll give them a give them a whirl, and then found out other reasons to support them, such as. Uh, in in brief, very briefly, you know, uh, when Rome Roma was founded, uh, all the subsequent uh, teams based in Rome, except for Lazio, all combined to found AS Roma, and Lazio kind of stuck mm. in that. So I thought that was kind of a admiral of their team at the time. Yeah. Now the connections to Mussolini and everything are absolutely something I detest. But you know, <laughs> not. The world ain't perfect. The world's not yep. all sunshine and daisies, <laughs> yep. and you know. <laughs> Gotta take the good okay. with the bad. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uh, that all aside, Eintracht really took it to Lazio. Lazio, yeah. They had Ford one player on. who seemed that he was awake <laughs> for the entire game. Chirio Immobile. Uh, some people might recall him playing for Bayfell Bay. Uh, for just a one year, that was an absolute disaster, total mm. flop. But I think that the he took it to heart. But uh, yeah, Eintracht totally benefiting from the fact that you know they there was a man sent off right before the end of the first half. Kostic was looking Last, good. Yeah. You know, I mean, golly, mm-hmm. Eintracht was connecting on so many different levels. You know, taking them down a man and us scoring. You know, so early in Jovic. Golly, that is a cocky, cocky kid, I and yet love God, that kid. I love that kid. <laughs> and uh, can we just activate the twelve million dollar uh, buyout clause now, or do we really want to wait until the very end? You know, I don't, give I, Benfica the money since we're going to give it to him anyways. Yep. And wish them a best of luck, considering the fact that they were the one team in the Champions League to not look good against Bayern, considering yeah. how bad Bayern are. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Another we topic. totally benefited from it. Yeah, golly, we could go into that, but we'll stick with the Eintracht this time. We can talk about the Bundesliga when the Bundesliga returns. Uh, yeah, there you go. In over a week's time. So, but I mean, yeah. 
Lazio get Lazio was a team that really was trying to play with us. They just had two boneheaded players who basically gave us the victory. And sure. guess what? We we don't play Lazio away until the final match of the Europa League. It's going to be that's going to That is a home, that is two home matches and an away match at a home and home first against the Cypriot side mm-hmm. at I have no idea who they are. Uh, Apollo, uh, Apollo Limassol, yeah. uh, Apollo Limassol. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, we play them at home, so we will more than likely be nine points up. We have a three point cushion between ourselves and Lazio, who will be facing Marseille at the same time, you know, in back to back matches. Just saying, us going, got a good uh, shot, here. yeah, to Cyprus in uh, November 8th. Yes, I'm looking that far ahead, Europa League wise. Look, you get four points from those two remain those two matches there. That's ten points with two remaining, one being a home match, mm-hmm. and the home match being your fifth match. We are in such a good spot right now in the Europa League that you know we can get the job done just against the Limassol and coast. Yeah, and um. You know the the beginning of the season started off pretty rockily in the Bundesliga, but mm-hmm. it looked, I mean, we're we're yeah. uh, we're we're floating along there pretty well too. So it yeah, I think we're I think the the depth of this team is proving itself. Um, you know, you you talk about DaCosta, you talk about um, uh, Kostic, and um, even like like I'll you know the little highlights of the game that I you know tug on the heartstrings of people from Frankfurt and things like that is Mark Stendera getting a shot to, to, to get, you know, seeing him on the, on the pitch, pitch was a little, was a great bright spot. Yeah. Uh, and made me kind of think to myself, you know, I mean, look, we're now in a position where we know for a fact that we have a high likelihood of making the knockout phase. And so, yeah. I mean, the knockout phase, we don't really have to worry about that. Wouldn't have to worry about that for a second. But, I mean, yeah. look, it's going it, to, at some point, you know, so long as the, you know, the heavens don't collapse on each other, you know, the Eintracht in this current phase will be able to, you know, make the knockout round. And guess what? That's going to, that would happen in February. And, you know, you're having to, you know, having to plan out things that, you know, that would be possibly, uh, let's see, uh, first leg between Leipzig and Bruce Mönchengladbach, and then right yeah. immediately right again between Gladbach and Hanover. I mean... And, Gl- and Gladbach's got to gotta get knocked down a peg or two. <laughs> so we got we to be part of that. Yeah, that could be a rough go. But hey, look, looking at it this way, I mean, we're in a great position to make the knockout phase. Mm-hmm. And just like we did last time, granted, I don't think we're going to run into a Porto. But the thing is, there will be a, a fair number of decent teams. And, you know, let's re- kind of examine how far we can go once, yeah. you know, we find out who the 30... uh yeah, yeah, it's thirty-two teams, and uh, in the first knockout phase before it kind of starts getting siphoned down, uh, was it? Uh, yeah, one, yeah, twenty-four teams from the Europa League, uh, from the top two, 
uh, teams from each group, in addition to eight teams from the Champions League who finished in third place. So you got to keep your eyes yeah, was, out for a big end who falls down. As a, yeah, I I might be the the exception to the rule, but I don't really know too much about how the Champions League and Europa work and how they work together. So that, uh, so it's the third place teams from the qualifying round. Uh, yeah, uh, in a short story. So, uh, when it comes to the qualifying stage, so we didn't have to do that because we by winning the Poco. Oh yeah, yeah okay. uh, we we stage. bypass all that. So, and the qualifying rounds in the Champions League. Now, this is the likes of, uh, they they redesigned it so that you know if you were in the Champions League, you previously would just fall into this big old pot where everyone plays everyone in qualifying for the Europa League. So, you know, if you're mm. the champion of, say, Sweden, so uh, Malmo, mm -hmm. guess what? Uh, you're going to be facing off against, you know, the, the, I don't know, the seventh place team, place team from the previous season from Italy. Mm -hmm. And guess what? The disparity between the two more than likely is, hey, guess what? Not only did you not qualify for the Champions League, you're going to get knocked out by a bigger fish in the, you know, further yeah. Europa League qualification. To they've simplified it a little bit down in the fact that, you know, if you didn't, if you, if you're qualifying for the to the Europa League through your normal Europa League qualification, so Leipzig, uh, they went through what is known as the main path. And then anyone yep. who dropped down from the Champions League, you're drop, you get uh, knocked out in the Champions League qualification. Guess what? You then are in the Europa League qualification against other uh, champions. So, gotcha. The likes of who is this? Uh, this Luxembourg team that got knocked out of the uh, Champions League qualification. Guess what? They faced off against a team against uh, Kosovo, and then they faced off against. Uh, the champions of Poland uh, and beat those guys. <laughs> and then in their final one, uh, they, they beat the, uh, the, I think either that was the champion or the runners up from uh, Romania. And for the first time they had, a, there was a Luxembourg domestic club that uh, made it to the Europa league uh, group phase for the very first time. So it simplified the path for, you know, champions to not be totally screwed because, yeah. you know, you know, they didn't make the qualification round. So like, uh, Glasgow Celtic, Scott, Scotland's champion then faced off against this, the most recent Lithuanian champions, as opposed to facing off against say a Sevilla mm -hmm. in qualification, mm -hmm. which would have been rather difficult. And <laughs> yeah. So in the group phase, yeah. Uh, the champions league, Top through to uh, just uh, go through the Champions League knockout phase, which is mm -hmm. uh, starts off at around sixteen, and the third place teams all get to join the twenty four uh, group winners and runners up of the Europa League, which is okay. a nice little carrot for those guys to continue things on. Because hey, you weren't the worst team in here. Here's a little, here's a little carrot. Let's see what you can do. And in previous seasons, teams have gone very deep from leaving. Uh, from leaving the uh, Champions League. Uh, one example being uh, the last German team to make it to the final was um, 
2008-2009, that was Werder Bremen. That was the last team to make oh. it to the Europa League final. And they came through uh, Champions League group phase, got their place, and uh, went all the way there. Wow. Beating Haas Val in the process in the semifinals. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Not going to lie. Times change. We, yeah, no kidding. Now, if we could only play against kickers Offenbach in the semifinals <laughs> ourselves and then get to the final that way, that would be amazing. But eh, one can only dream. Yeah. There's always next year. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So let's talk about uh, what next year could possibly hold because I guess seventh place, so long as uh, one of the top six teams wins the Pokal, I guess we could qualify for Europe. How does that sound? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seventh place in the Bundesliga comes by a, a massive second win in a row, uh, this time on the road to Hoffenheim. Now, in the previous podcast, I kind of previewed this in terms of, you know, what kind of European hangover could be had. Uh, Hoffenheim playing at home uh, to the Eintracht after playing at home to uh, Manchester City. And, you know, it it wasn't that Hoffenheim wasn't at the races. It just looked like they, kind of like last year. Okay, if people recall, they got knocked out of the Champions League in the qualification round before they did the changes to things. So they played Liverpool, the team who ended up mm-hmm. being the runners-up in the competition. Mm-hmm. Woof. <laughs> uh, Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool, I might also add. So... They then got into the uh, Europa League and got knocked out of the group phase, finishing in third in that group. And they were very much a mid-table, kind of a little bit further down the line. And then not playing, you know, twice a week, you know, for weeks on end, they then were able to really uh, climb up the table. And voila, they finished in fourth at the end of the season. So, no, excuse me, third. Bafo Bay finished in fourth. Yeah, um, yeah, they had a they had a run just there. A great, just a great rook runda that kind of turned their form around, you know. And look, each of these last couple seasons, their biggest players have been picked off. They just have taken some time, utilized uh, the playing in Europe to kind of figure out uh, what they need to do. It's just they're not capable of being able to compete on both fronts. The time, the moment that those guys are able to figure it out. Uh, woe mm. to everyone in the Bundesliga. That being said, totally happy with the way that things went out. I, aside from Rebic having, mm, okay, that <laughs> uh, he had a volatile game. <laughs> he had an interesting game. Yeah, a good and, game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, this is a team that has had to rotate a lot. I mean, yeah. you had yeah. Rus Hasebe and Dika. In the back, uh, Trap playing in the keeper role. He has been since pulled out of the German international duty by you. Yeah. Uh, which, Yogi Love, uh, thanks for not, you know, forcing him to play. You know, if he's able to, you know, get healthier by just relaxing, I'm totally for that. But, you know, uh, well, who was in the lineup? Uh, Alan uh, Suaza? I mean, yeah. He uh he played okay, uh, but they, he he very was a half, halftime sub out, right? Yeah, um, I mean, 
He, he, I mean, he's not really he, had any opportunity to really like thoroughly impress us. But no. at the end of the day, I, I the, the way I put it, the the way I put him right now is that he's good to eat minutes, and he, I think he needs to get comfortable with uh, the Bundesliga again. Um, I don't think he's quite there yet, but he needs, also I'm looking at him. He needs and I'm exposure. Thinking that, yeah, I'm looking at him and I'm looking at Stendera. Now the players are a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stendera is more of a known commodity, but yeah. So was Alan? Let's just call him that because that's what he has Alan. on the back of the shirt. Yep. So look, he is a decent-looking player, but so far I've not really kind of seen why we took him on after his trial. Yeah, he had a trial. You know, we didn't have to take him on. We did. Yeah. But the thing was, you know, I'd prefer a local guy like Stendera, who's already on contract, you know, to eat up those minutes. Sure. To be playing. I can see that. You know, I can understand that they want to have just a little bit more, but I'm kind of looking at him and I'm like, honestly, dude, you ain't going to cut it. You know, if we need to buy any player who uh, to give us, you know, additional like depth i'd prefer us to go you know a little bit simpler route you know look at the zweite liga look at the air Divise, look at the swiss super league as mm-hmm. the three leagues to be able to find a ready a ready to insert you know player who you know okay so it, you know he might take a, a month or two to kind of climatize to the quality to the higher end of the bundesliga by comparison you know if you're picking off one of the guys from one of the bigger clubs, but, you know, one would think that you would be able to easily pick off Zweitliga talent, you know, mm-hmm. Schalke did it to the point that they were able to make the Champions League off of it. Sure. But, I mean, I, mean, I just, I look at him and I'm like, you know, you're a guy who's eating up minutes, but I would prefer that our German quota be a little <laughs> bit higher, because, I mean... Yeah, it's. I don't it's think one he of really those... became uh, inter- fully integrated into the German society like. Uh, yeah, I like don't. Other players have, but that's I just doubt. Me. I doubt that he's at least somewhat familiar with uh, the Bundesliga, with uh, Hertha Berlin, the little that he played there. But, um, I th- I like you were talking about Hoffenheim kind of figuring out their 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 new system every year after they get bloodletted and people move to, to bigger, bigger teams. We're kind of in the same situation. We have to, we have to figure out how we can float. And, and I, I'm, I just have to trust that Stendera isn't there quite there yet. Um, He was definitely in that, in that Lazio game. He was definitely back to Stendera. So (laughs) I was, I was enjoying his, his uh his verbal spats with uh folks on the pitch there but um i i don't know not gonna lie look he's got also that great big bushy beard and i mean it's yeah uh, it's It's a perfect sort of thing to (laughs) enjoy as a visual yeah yeah so i mean we did score a goal with him out there He, he didn't really he was pretty transparent out there on the pitch but he he, the sub in was fantastic and um you know the other people around him kind of 
buoyed the weight there. Um, and, you know, Jovic and Valer specifically, um, my opinion, um, had a hell of a game or a hell of a week, really, um, for this team. So he's had a heck of a month, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> player of the month, definitely in my eyes. So that being said, I'm tracked down to 10 men. Still able to hold off against Hoffenheim. Holy cow, Kind of yeah. holding, uh, as I like to usually say, hold on to your butts. Uh, <laughs> this was one of those times that you're just like, whew, yeah, I was that's pacing. over. I was pacing that that last half an hour. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, the thing I'll say about, I mean, I think, I think that kind of, again, speaks to at least the fitness level of the players, and it, it speaks to uh, Hooder's system kind of lock, locking kind of in place right now. But um, what I like to see from this team is how, like, our back line is kind of just kind of gutted right now, and they're holding it. They're they're doing very well. Roos is really anchoring three that matches, whole system. Three matches, three wins. Has, yeah, Hasebe has been classic Hasebe he's just been such a good sweeper in situations sometimes but um he'll move up like he usually does but he's still that anchor that center that center back but um and Jika has just been lights out for for I don't know you know where came out of nowhere he's so good and then Trap is finally getting his legs I feel like he's he's somewhat he's got that you know vice captain um sort of uh, commanding feel, feel on the pitch again, and I think he's starting to feel comfortable uh, again in Frankfurt. So that's it's also good to see um, everyone playing so well and everything seemingly clicking. It's great. I would totally agree on Yvonne. Uh, coming, I still can't believe we picked him up from second division of France for... <laughs> yeah. Five, what, five, five and a half million, somewhere in there? Yeah. Boy's been a monster ever since he uh, joined the Eintracht, so. It, it's <sighs> the... the... It, it, look, it's it's still scary how thin the defense is, but yes. it's only a matter of time before, you know, other, uh, other players in the defense are able to kind of get themselves healthy. Uh, Fallet, I know, will be an option, you know, going forward, Salcedo will take some time. Willems, well, yes, dude's got to figure whatever is going on with him out. He, well, he, is he injured again? Mm, he, more he, his head. Oh, more his head's hat. <laughs> yeah, I was really worried uh, when he came on. Matches a, I mean, uh, <laughs> I was worried about that, but I'm glad he got some minutes to kind of nor- to to hopefully get past that that whole situation. Um, what will suck is having Rabich out uh, in the next game. Is it just one game? One game suspension for Rabich? Should it just be one game suspension for him? Yeah. And, you know, the fact that it's going to be... I mean, once we return back from action. Look, if anyone has not looked at the schedule, uh, we have four Bundesliga matches before the next international break. Uh, currently heading in right now to the October international break. We're going to talk about the November break. We have home to Dusseldorf. If we don't win, I'm going to be very angry. I mean, very <laughs> angry. They are not good at all. They are a mid-range Zweite Liga team. 
And two people that I know who do follow that league on a regular basis have talked about how very much they are just substandard. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm in Barkov for the save league. You. <laughs> yeah, I'm, he's not even back to full fitness, so I would yeah. love him to, you know, get a chance. You know, maybe not against us, but then you know, get himself a good run in of you know twenty five, like twenty twenty five Bundesliga matches. But the thing is, Dusseldorf has not looked good this season. Granted, now there's Hanover, though. Uh, last weekend aside, they did kind of look good in that, but you know, they beat Valve Stuttgart, who just who were the first Bundesliga club to make a sacking. Our first, uh, yeah. we then play after Dusseldorf at home, uh, two away matches, going to Nuremberg. Um, it's when people host Nuremberg is when people destroy Nuremberg. Six uh, nil <laughs> loss at Leipzig. And before that, it was a win at home to Dusseldorf. Then, before that, this is, it was uh, a way is this to the... Dortmund in that 7 nothing demolition. Is, so, is... their last two road matches really is... look bad. Yeah, is this is this our first match with them since the relegation playoff? Yep. There we go. They <laughs> sure as heck will not have forgotten. So, that will be nice and... Tasty. Yeah. The thing is, Rebic will be back. Yeah. He just puts in a goal early on. Guess what? Gachinovich. It, it will. I. I would hope that he would be a light a fire underneath everything in that game because he he's the one who who pulled us out of that relegation playoff. If I recall. Did. I'd also like Marco Rose to have a chance to rectify yeah. uh, his efforts in. That two-legged series, uh, yeah, from just a couple true. years ago, and, and I'm sure if he happened to head in the goal, he probably <laughs> would cry yeah. about it later. But uh, well, <laughs> you know, we go to Stuttgart. Yeah, let's after let's, that. let's let's actually yeah. recap what happened there uh, for those uh, that, who may have may not be. <laughs> like okay, I, I was so... just gonna do like a five thousand foot, you know, speedy through the playoff. <laughs> It was right when Kovac came in. Okay. And so he saved Nico us Kovac from... uh, comes in uh, after um, the disaster of Almond Bay. And Almond Bay spent a decent amount of money as Eintracht uh, spending does go. So uh, deep in the relegation fight. I mean, deep in it. Uh, we're mm. only above Hanover. We get wins over Hanover uh, with Kovac in charge. We get wins over Borussia Dortmund. We yeah. get wins over Darmstadt. We just happened to lose on the last match today against uh, Werder Bremen. And so we're in the relegation playoff against uh, the third place team from the Zweite Liga in FC Nuremberg. One Nuremberg. of the more historic clubs in the history of the Bundesliga. But, you know, that's going down memory lane that we can do at another time. So Eintracht play yeah. out to a 1-1 draw. At home, at, at the Comerspec Arena, the stadium is rocking and rolling. I mean, it is going absolutely nuts. Yeah. <laughs> we have, this is a team that was relying on Alexander Maya's goals all season long and once again got injured. Ugh, mm-hmm. what a mess. But the thing was, Marco Rose, who had just been uh, confirmed that he had been diagnosed with cancer, so... 
they told yeah. he basically got the go ahead to play in the rel- in the relegation playoff first match at the Commerce Arena. And guess what? Right before halftime, own goal knocks it in. Yeah. He also gets yellow carded. So mm-hmm. guess what? He can't even play in, in the final match. So he has to basically sit in the stands uh, at the for the Nuremberg uh, end. But Gasinovich was able to score in the 65th minute to be able to uh, equal uh, the Great goal, goal tally. Great, Great goal. goal. <laughs> uh, we could probably wax politically about it, but <laughs> the guy that we... Ha- one of the players who we have hated the most of all players in the last couple of years, Harris Safarovic, the dude just couldn't score in a whorehouse. He was that bad. <laughs> and yet we still were trotting him out every single match, it seemed. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he, pull, he was... we pulled one out in the 66th yeah. minute to win that one. And trust me, uh, Watching at work, I haven't yelled in such a confined space ever <laughs> in my life, and yet I did not hold back when that, that goal went in. <laughs> yeah, and then it one. was a very, and then it was a very long time of thinking, oh god, every single time that they had the ball and it's in their attack in, and it's in the attacking half, I need to get nervous, and I got <laughs> nervous every single time until it was over. Oh yeah, it was. Uh... Oh, you know, just pay, pacing back and forth. It was nerve wracking. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, we, but yeah, that was the start of Kovac and what he started he to bring to this us. team. Yeah, he, he saved then brought us. us to a Pokemon final, lost mm-hmm. to Bayfo Bay. Also had a chance to make Europe. Uh, kind of, we kind of petered out. I mean, yeah. in the first half, we were great, but. We just kind of ran out of gas. I think it's more of the way, the fact that we did not have any squad depth whatsoever. Yeah. And lots of injuries. Getting, getting lots of injuries, also getting accustomed to a full season under Kovac's tutelage. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that just the team was tired, had no legs left because there were no legs to work. And oh, then, yeah. you know, finish in eighth, go to the puck off finale again. And then win against Don't Bayern. Can't <laughs> uh, hold that back, could you? <laughs> no. And, uh, so now we're here. We're sitting yeah. pretty. After these last two victories, so uh, we beat Freiburg, then had four matches uh, with just one point to show for it, and now have two wins. So after seven Hell matches, yeah. somehow, some way, we are behind Bayern Munich. If you told me that we would be behind Bayern Munich at this stage, I would have bit your hand off. <laughs> well, and that's where yeah. we're currently at. If you would have told me uh, we were behind point, Bayern Munich by three look, points, look, yeah, I would look, have bit your hand off. Look, we're behind them by three points, and yet there's also, you know, a, what, four points separating themselves and... uh yeah, four points separating themselves and Borussia Dortmund in mm-hmm. first. I mean, Bayern's in a weird way, and we need to wrap this up and get into uh, what are hashtag what are we drinking in a second. <laughs> but it's a weird time in the Bundesliga when you have Bayern for the first time since the 2010-2011 season that at this point 
in the season, they are not in first or second. <laughs> they they haven't been this far down the table since then, and they were in 10th. Yeah, they are freaking and out. And they ended there. up firing Louis Van Hal mm-hmm. uh, after that one, if memory does serve. So, <sighs> yeah. Funny times we live in. Yeah. Not going to touch the Kovach situation with a with any, with a 10-foot pole right now. So <laughs> he's probably wondering why did I leave Frankfurt? <laughs> I I feel for the guy. I'll ne- I will only I have good things to say about him. So <laughs> indeed, indeed. So with that we're going to end a very long first segment with what are we drinking uh before we head into segment 2. Nathan, what do you got for us? Um I got good old Bush beer over here st louis sanheiser bush product uh uh i'm a you know i'm from st louis a cardinal fan it's uh it's a historic beer for the cardinals and uh what this means to the city and it's a goods vickle beer uh, um i guess more of a land beer if if you in in my little study of through home brewing of what what that beer is trying to be and doing a board, poor job of, but uh, it's it's pretty tasty. Uh, Go to if you if you have it. So, Brian, I'm sure you're drinking something better than I am. <laughs> Isn't that? I thought that was called Keller beer. Zwickel beer. Zwickel beer is kind of not a term of like a classification. It's the, usually like your first pour. So. Uh, a lot of Oktoberfest uh, celebrations celebrate as Zvi- start starting of a celebration. And again, correct me if I'm wrong, because I could be butchering this, but the the first pour of a keg is a Zwickel beer. Um, so all foam? <laughs> could be, could be. But um, yeah, the style Keller beer is a you know cellar beer, and typically that's an open fermented beer. Um, Whereas a land beer is kind of like your is a lager, but it's it it kind of I feel in my it's in, less hoppy in in my study of it, it like I kind of liken it to saison, so like a farmhouse ale, but like a mm. farmhouse lager. So I don't know if there's a couple guys who do that. I think Stiegel, Iyengar, Paulner, yeah, Kronbacher. Yeah. There you go. Uh, The former one of the former Eintracht uh, sponsors there. Uh, Yeah. Hey, hey. If they want to sponsor us, I will not say no. Yeah. Uh, If they just want to sponsor my my drinking habit, that'd be okay too. (laughs) Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, I thought that was just the Amsterdam Tavern, but eh, we'll get there in St. Louis. We'll get there when we get there. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, a great place. They've inter- got some pretty good beer. Indeed. Uh, anyone inter- uh, interested in sponsoring Hey Eintracht Frankfurt podcast, please reach out to us at heyeintrachtfrankfurt at yahoo.com. So uh, my turn to go around. I happen to have uh, uh, an American beer. Uh, now, you probably have heard of the Sierra Nevada. Though, no, I'm Ooh. not talking about the mountains. I'm not talking about the mountains. I'm talking about the beer. Those guys do a pretty darn good job of making beer out in California. Trust me. Yeah, they do. They've been around since 1980. I have their Oktoberfest. It's yes. pretty doggone good. Uh, Is that the Weissenfahner? 
Uh, yeah, in, in, partnership, in, in partnership with Vine Stefano uh, for this year's Oktoberfest. Uh, they're helping them out with that, and which is kind of cool and all that, if you if I do say so myself. So to that, yeah. I say uh, go get some in your local liquor Post. store. And uh, I look forward to hearing back from those guys and saying, hey, <laughs> here's an entire case of this. Uh, yeah, in my in my dreams. <laughs> Prost. 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 <laughs> All right. With that, uh, those shenanigans, uh, we're gonna end segment one, a long segment, way longer than we probably should have, <laughs> and uh, get right back with uh, segment two. Stay with. Back here, segment two of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. Rather long segment one, but hey, we were chatting up about a lot of stuff, including beer making, which, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff that we could probably get into. I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> Oktoberfest is over. Only got a couple of these guys mm. left. It's only a matter of time before the winter beers start coming out. I have a very deep love of some of the winter beers that are out there uh, mm. from some American companies. As someone might notice, I do like to stay local, if possible, and stay within my own country. Not to yeah. say that there are not good beers to be found, whether you live in Jamaica, whether you live in Argentina, whether you live in, I don't know, Australia, obviously various parts of Europe, take your pick. Lots of good beer cultures. Exactly. Now, okay, not saying that, you know, there's much beer culture to Italy, you know, but hey, if you do, there's some there. And if anyone tells you that Peroni is good, you can always say, if you have Peroni, if you're at an Italian restaurant and you really need a beer, ask for Moretti. You'll thank me later. (laughs) <laughs> everything considered uh so on our facebook group that is hey eight uh, that is uh, facebook.com slash hef pod uh i put out a recap from the bundesliga.com website and asked in addition to kind of putting out the link to that never easy as an eintrick fan uh top half of the table after seven matches what do you think so far so nathan what do you think so far <laughs> oh man i i i in did not brief, have so yeah, I'll be the. I did not have the expectation that this team would be at this level in either the Europa League or the Bundesliga at this point. Um, I thought we would struggle a little more than we have. Um, so it speaks to Hooters' um, ability to control this team. It speaks to the team that Bobic has in place and the talent that was there, even as Hutter at the beginning of the season was still even openly actively questioning what we had on the roster. Um, so I think everything's gelling together and I, I'm really liking where, where Hutter is uh, pushing this club. It's good. I, and I, and I would say the, the stars of this team, everyone's going to say it's Rabich or Jovic at this point. <laughs> but for me, the engine of this team is Alaire and Gacinovic. Their mm-hmm. playmaking uh, abilities, I don't know, like, Gacinovic is a different player this year than he was any any time, uh, you know, past season. So he's re- really, really maturing. With the, I always looked at him as a pair of legs with no brain. 
yeah, he 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 could run, and he displayed that in the in the Pokal finale. But uh, he's <laughs> there's no <a> goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. But I, you know, I I don't know if it's Allaire's influence on him or just like they're just some sort of synergistic engine that's just just destroying or they're reading each other's minds or something. I don't know what's going on, but I like it a lot. I like what DeCosta's giving to this team. De Guzman's um, set pieces are in, are insane. Um, I like how wi- wildly disparate our, our set pieces are. We're doing things that under even Kovac we would have not even you know entertained. So um, uh, as long as that defense, defense uh, stays pretty rock solid i th- i think we're gonna be we're gonna be pretty all pretty happy with the results of this this team what do you think brian um I, i'm i'm Honestly, usually right now, a little look, a little look, more reserved <laughs> well i think we're in a good spot i think we will be in a better spot because we will be facing up against three of the four teams that are expected to, well Stuttgart yeah. now being rock bottom. Look, we already took the full points in the Hinronda off of Hanover in our in our most in our second most recent Bundesliga match. We have Fortuna Dusseldorf and we have Nuremberg. Nuremberg has only really taken Yeah. With <laughs> but with the bottom feeders. Look, we we have we have matches against the teams who are expected if you add in Stuttgart because the way that they started. I mean, you can't <laughs> blame people for kind of putting them down there. I mean, they had Marcus Weinzel. But... Yeah, but I mean, honestly, Marcus Weinzel uh, in charge of Schalke was his last time that he was in charge of any team in the Bundesliga, mm-hmm. and that was not so good. We were able to take two wins off of those buggers. Yes. And, you know, I never felt him to be a good coach if you have a lot of good talent. And Stuttgart, those guys have spent a lot more money than we have in terms of acquiring talent. Honestly, in their one win that they have on the season, which is a 2-1 victory over Werder Bremen, I did watch that. And I can actually say that they were far from being the better team. And if you take out those three points... There's not much there. Nil mm-hmm. uh, nil draw with Dusseldorf and that crazy, crazy 3 3 draw with Freiburg. Other than that, they have looked bad. Hanover has looked bad and Hanover looked amazing. Bobby Wood got two goals. Just yeah. saying. Stuttgart, oh my God. Look, I honestly think, I honestly think, especially since we. Um, so the Pokal uh, second round, since we're out of it, uh, happens during in between uh, the October and November breaks. So we'll when almost everybody else will be playing, we'll have a chance to breathe. Uh, we'll also, we play two Europa League matches in terms of uh, our midweek kind of action going on. You know, look, we're in a good position. Yeah. Way better than where we expected to be, at least as so far as where the table position is. And mm-hmm. we have looked really good in our last couple of games. We now face against uh, three of the teams that, you know, on, on at this point right now, I would say the three teams that are most likely to stay in, ball, stay in the bottom four or the course of the rest of the season. 
unless mm-hmm. Stuttgart really pulls a rabbit out of their hat, but they hired Weinzel as a new mm-hmm. guy. So, and which gives me no confidence in those guys. And then we host Schalke <laughs> at home, and you yeah. know you never want to take Schalke for granted, but playing them at home, that's a good spot right. to be in. And then yep. you hit the and then you hit the next international break. And yes, then it'll be quite testy. But the thing is, by then you will be eleven matches in. We will have knocked out both of our uh, Europa League matches. And if these guys from Cyprus are not really that good, guess what? That's additional momentum that we have because we just kicked their ass. <laughs> wow, yeah, you sound great. Schedule is um, really you know, prefer- preferring th- us right now. There are other guys who bothered to uh, get interaction from uh, that kind of post on uh, our Facebook page. So the Aaron Schmierbach, uh from St. Louis happened to write in in regards to this. And yeah. also uh, John Andrusky. Oh, God. Boys, look, if I if I mispronounce your name, I really apologize. But uh, just trying to go off with the best pronunciation that I might be able to throw out there. So everything can... Cons- Let's get to what the guys had to say in regards to the Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt um yeah. facebook group posts so uh aside from us so let's go with uh aaron for instance i mentioned him uh feeling really positive having rabbit back near top form at the same time as the team goes uh, gets more adept at hooter system has been a boost the last several weeks totally agree on that yeah i do think that um him not playing in the Bundesliga at the very moment that he comes back from international duty as he's on international duty with croatia actually could be a blessing in disguise in the fact that, you know, okay, so you're not in the Bundesliga match against Dusseldorf. Not gonna lie, it's a great match. Great match to have someone else fill his role and kind of get that squad rotation so that his next match being involved with the Eintracht will actually be... Let's see, that's the... Cyprus, right? Yeah, that's the 25th of October... In between Dusseldorf and Nuremberg is our home match against uh, against the Cypriot club. Not gonna lie, give yourself a little bit a little bit of rest since you got back from your travels, and yeah. uh, he'll kick ass, he'll kick names, uh, take names, and guess what? Uh, nine points for the Eintracht after three matches played in the Europa League. And honestly, you're set up not to go. you know not only to make the knockout phase then. The question is, are you going to finish first or are you going to finish second? So, yeah. appreciate that, Aaron. Uh, let's get to John's comments also about the Eintracht. So, uh to start for the club, but things are looking on the bright side. Totally agree on that. And he's actually going to his first ever Eagles match. Good on you, son. On December yeah. 2nd against Wolfsburg. Get some, uh, get some, get some sausages before the game. Get nice and drunk. If you can't get nice and drunk, yeah. at least have a little bit uh, of uh, yeah. And uh, if you can get some grun sauce uh, for the sausages, I totally think that you should uh, go for that. Just saying, John, it's a good idea. <laughs> Who doesn't like sausages? Who doesn't like, you know, everything? It's easy <sighs> to come bugger. by there, so. Yeah, yeah totally. Lucky yeah, and, bugger um, you. 
And I, I think Aaron, I was Aaron, Aaron's in St. Louis. I was chatting with him at the uh, at a game that we went to. And was that the he said game in Amsterdam? The Friday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He said he's going to the Schalke game after that. So oh, in, in nice. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, there plenty you of go. guys. Plenty of guys there out there. So that's awesome. There you go. Hey guys, let us know your stories when it does come down to uh, you coming back from the Eintracht games. We'd love to get your opinions on how everything went down. Because hell you know, yeah, I mean, sure, you can enjoy and go to St. Louis Cardinals game, but I'm pretty sure an, an Eintracht Frankfurt match will be a little bit different for you. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> just saying. I mean, look, nothing against uh, baseball or anything, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes it's like watching paint dry. If sometimes. you're if you're if you cheer for one of the worst teams <laughs> in the American League from the 2018 <laughs> baseball season, then uh, me, yeah, it's kind of like watching paint dry. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> moving on, only a couple of Eintracht play- we'll kind of mention only a couple of the Eintracht fan players who are taking part in international duty. So hopefully not oh, yeah. too many tired legs. But Alex Meyer rumors is he going to be signed by Hanover? Does he yeah. have the legs for it? Um. Well, uh, look. You know we've I heard mean, these rumors before. Yeah, it, it, it. I. I don't know if there's some like weird like will he won't he with uh, uh the 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 Wacker Club, at Mira. Um. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, you know what is like I. I really would like to see him back in the Bundesliga. Now, you know, we would all like to see him in Frankfurt, but um, that's obviously not going to happen. So if he can come back to Hanover. Oh, FS Val Frankfurt cannot afford him. Yeah. <laughs> no, not not saying that they're a bad, pl- bad place. I'm sure that side of town, yeah. you know, is fine and dandy, but, you know, it would have no been- thanks. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if he would have done that, to be to be frank. But that was uh, a long, precipitous drop. I mean, he's yeah. not Stefan Aigner. No, <laughs> that poor guy. Uh, uh, no, we talked about this off air. No, I have no. You know how he couldn't have just figured out whatever was going on in Chicago, in not Chicago, uh, in Colorado. Mm-hmm. You know, with all the mountains and everything else. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Lord, I'm 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 enjoying too much of Colorado, I guess. Uh, I guess. (laughs) Oh my god! I mean, you go from Bundesliga, then Zweitliga, then MLS playing for Colorado. That is like below Zweitbundesliga. Well, I mean, you are playing for a big club in the Zweitliga, so I guess it does kind of. A matter which way that you look at it, but I mean, now I'm playing yeah, for Erdogan the in the Dritte Liga. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I hope that yeah, he but... does get an opportunity playing in the Bundesliga, but I just don't see that painting out. And I think the sooner he kind of has a backup plan in place, the better. Because I mean, at this point, I think. The only place that he could probably find a good spot to land at is someone who is currently, you know, needing some uh, uh, help who is in a relegation scrap. 
And mm -hmm. I think it might be a little too early in most cases for someone to be going down that road just yet. So, Alex, keep your chin up. And uh, I'm sure... <laughs> keep training, man. Yeah, exactly. Keep training. Uh, if all else fails, come to America. I'm sure that uh, 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 St. Louis FC will gladly, <laughs> as long as they can find the dollars for you, uh, would gladly take you in for the 2019 season because the 2018 season is basically uh, wrapped up. Hey, not for us yet, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a different story. Uh, uh, well, Yeah, all the best to Alex Mar. I, I hope he finds a place. And I mean, I know he'll, wherever he lands, even if it's at, if that's Hanover, he'll, uh, he'll make a splash and um, I'll enjoy it in whatever way I can. Yeah, totally agree on that. Best of luck there. So, uh, the Danish national team, amongst other national teams, have called up members of the Eintracht for uh, the October international break. You know, with the way that Bayern was playing and the fact that they were dropping points, like flies are dropping, are dropping out of the sky when it gets cold. <laughs> I mean... And the Eintracht was also on such a hot run. It's a shame that it had to happen, but ah, well, yeah, happens. So, Frederick Rono is one Eintracht player uh, going on international duty, going on duty with uh, Denmark. Uh, other players were going uh, to Arabia with Croatia. And there hey, for him to come back and tactically be suspended for the next match, you know, it will allow him to be a little bit more fresh for the, the Europe League, should he feature in that, or if they want to wait for the, the subsequent uh, match against Nuremberg in the Bundesliga. That's okay, too. Uh, Kostic yeah. and Gasidovic both get called up to the Serbian national team, and, you know, very well deserved. I really have to say this much, because uh, we kind of hinted at, uh, touched on Gasinovic. I would like to say that Philip Kostic... I think it's because, you know, he has some compatriots that he's able to kind of mix and mingle with on the mm -hmm. side, which does help. You know, he's also been in the Bundesliga for quite a few years in yep. uh, Stuttgart and most recently with Haas Val. But hey, look, he, so far with us, he seems to have done pretty well for himself, and I hope that everything continues. Yeah, he's been a great addition to the team and um is looking to uh yeah i i hope that he continues to it, he continues to like push the, all those people who are like kind of uh, he's now a starter i in in my in my book so um he's pushing the the competitiveness of this club up so pretty good totally agree on that um so uh you somebody might notice that Kasinovic uh, was also called out to serbia Luka Jovic yeah. was called to the under-21 national team. Now, he's already got a couple appearances for the senior side, but I think that they were looking for some players who are pretty get in some good form to be able to be adding to that uh, young side. So, yeah, here's hoping that um, in his... He's had 12 appearances with them, for seven goals. He's basically been a beast for them. And they're probably just thinking, yeah, if you can just get that for just one, one or two more, that'll be great. But <laughs> that is uh, <laughs> exactly. 
And uh, our final guy going off to international duty is Tawatha. Uh, yeah. Every single time I ever hear about him, I'm like, how is he still on the team? <laughs> hey, he keeps getting minutes too. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, he does. But, you know, look, I'm never going to... I mean, should he leave within the next 6 to 12 months, I won't be sad. But yeah. I will never forget his goal uh, to give us the lead in the semifinal against Mujin Gladbach. Yes. <laughs> but then again, I won't either. be able to ever remember anything else about him, but, you know, that's kind of neither <laughs> oh. here nor there. <laughs> Golly, I sound like a horrible monster, but speaking <laughs> of uh, players who are not monsters, unless, of course, you're opposing uh, would-be goal scorers, uh, Calvin Trapp is uh, not going to be going out there for the German knee team, which, you know, look, yeah. isn't it? Okay, so being like that third keeper for Germany, isn't that the weird... Look, this is a serious question. Isn't that like the weirdest thing? Like he's going back to uh, be with Frankfurt, you know, recuperation mm-hmm. and all that sort of jazz. But it's kind of weird. It's At 32 little... years old, Manuel Neuer still is the best keeper in the game. Yep. You know who's this? Like in also in the top five, it's the secondary keeper in Andre mm-hmm. and Mark Andre Tarstegen, who plays mm-hmm. for Barcelona. Mm-hmm. You're never gonna see the pitch. Never gonna see. Never gonna see the pitch. The uh, sheer fact that he has three appearances to his name is just a marvel, indeed. It's but, unfortunate. I mean, it that you know when he left, Kevin Trapp is was, two years older than Tarstegen. Yeah, he's <laughs> in, but pretty much in between those two guys. Uh, Tarstegen and Neuer's age, and he's. He's never got a shot to become the starter unless all hell breaks loose and those yeah. two get injured. Yeah, there's little to no chance. So, uh, yeah, he took a big, uh, you know, uh, when he gr- went for a ball last game. I forget who crashed into him, um, but he did not look good for a spell for a couple minutes there. And I'm guessing that's what it is, but hopefully he's fine. It was a muscle issue that uh, I think was what caused your love to kind of uh, say, yeah, you can uh, go home, but, you know, hey, look, at this point, I will take any positivity. I will take any players uh, sticking around instead of, you know, sticking the noses into the places which, uh, you know, maybe wouldn't be uh, well advised. <laughs> but look, uh <laughs> Being Germany's third keeper, you might as well just frickin' uh, uh, get another outfield player uh, to join out the national team, because honestly, those are two guys who you'll never replace, and hey, be okay with that. Unless, of course, yep. you want to be a part of the national team, then hey, uh, have fun. <sighs> it was it was a little like vexing to me why Yogi Love was at that game like it just i i don't i didn't understand it but uh, it seemed to be for trap but yeah but the thing is you know it has turned out that you know it was 
what, null and void, I guess it would be a way that you could kind of put it. But, you know, at the end of the day, hey, he's going to be hanging out in Frankfurt. I highly doubt that he's not going to be starting in Frankfurt's game against Dusseldorf. For sure. And, well, yeah, we'll just take everything else as it goes. So, that all being said, do we have any housekeeping? Um, yes. Well, other other than the... um... We wish Roman uh, we wish <laughs> Roman uh, safe travels as he returns from Germany uh coming back to the United States and back yeah. to the airwaves of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. We've missed you, buddy, and uh yeah, we can't wait to have you back on because it's been a very long time. Yeah. We need can't a wait rant. to hear all the stories. We need a rant. <laughs> yeah, we need a rant or ten. <laughs> <sighs> that will be a th- that probably will end up being like a three-hour podcast if we're <laughs> not careful. We'll just chunk it up. Um, eh, yeah, I mean, okay. other than th- that, wouldn't, and I'm looking for that too to, to to hear his perspectives of being in all those games at the Europa match and all that is pretty awesome. But yeah, we appreciate how the blinding fans. were the flares. That's a question that nobody usually yeah. asks. It's like, yeah. oh, wow, that looks so good. It's like, doesn't that hurt? And then someone needs to just ask, that's cool, but doesn't that hurt your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the hard-hitting God. questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, so that all being said, it's going to become a, one, just one of those brief moments where not a lot going on with the Eintracht as as some people are on international duty. Some guys are just enjoying the fact that they no longer had to play internationally. Hasebe being one. You know, all things considered, it's good time to be Eintracht because seventh place, six points out of six in the Europa League. Yeah, Would have bitten your hand off after that Pokal loss. Yeah. Got to take this soft month of uh, you know the lesser teams seriously and and uh, see it through. Indeed, and look, I'm not trying to get like too far ahead of ourselves, but if I will put my neck out this far, if we <laughs> come, th- what if we come through? Twelve points. You know, we're talking at the next international break. Twelve points in the Europa League. Shaq. Every single one of those four Bundesliga matches also won because hey, three teams who really are one not that are one not good slash just can't seem to figure out how to play and play well. Mm-hmm. I mean, what it, if? What if? What if we get twelve points from our next four Bundesliga matches? That I would mean, be great. We will never catch Borussia Dortmund, but the fact of the matter remains that, you know, it's a... We won't catch Borussia Dortmund, because that ain't happening. God dang, they're scary. But yeah. uh, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. How about you, Ben? I think uh, pretty okay with it, too. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, oh gosh if we have a six match winning streak in the Bundesliga that will be amazing <laughs> and then you add on the fact that uh, three extra Europa League matches 
Whew. Yeah, that's the key right there. I, it's I was all about squad about rotation it. at this point and yep, yep, trying to it. maximize everything. So to me, yeah. it's a great time to be an iTrek fan. Not that, Hell yeah. Not that we ever would have left them, but hey, it's great to have you back on, bud. It's been way yeah. too long. Yeah, it has been. It's been way too long for that and the way too long for a, a, a three-person Eintrack show. So yeah, Roman, forward get, to that. get right back on it because uh, <laughs> we miss you, bud. I'm sure yeah. you have many stories to tell. Many stories. Hell right. yeah. That being said, where can we find you in the social media landscape of the world? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at N-A-J-A-K-W-A. Uh, any, where, yeah, any work that uh, you want to bring highlight to? Um, no, brewing beer. Uh, <laughs> brewed, uh, brewed 15 gallons of beer last night. Wow. Uh, 10 it of sounds Hefeweizen. like so much, but I'm pretty sure I could probably drink it in a matter of hours. It's disturbing how fast it goes. I don't know where it goes either. Um, yeah, 10, ten gallons of Hefeweizen and a traditional Hefeweizen um, and uh, five, six gallons of uh, Belgian Trapel that is going to go in the in, in the locker, you know. And, Love me and, some of that. And age for probably like a year or so. We'll see where Sounds that ends great. Up. We'll see how that ends up indeed. If I don't get some samples, samplings of that, I might be a little pissed off. That yeah. being, all being said, you can follow me, Brian Sanders, at KCSGE. You can also email the show. Email address is Frankfurt at yahoo.com. Follow us on Facebook for all the latest English, uh, news in English in addition to podcast drops. Uh, that's facebook.com slash H-E-F-Pod. You can also reach out to the podcast on Twitter. And that Twitter handle is at H-E-F-Pod. So, from us here at Hey I Track Crayford, choose. Choose. Hey, I'm